Unbecoming of Age, the podcast. A cautionary tale. Listen to what they say, then do the opposite. Your hosts, Colin Flynn and John M. Craig. Thank you for joining us. This is Unbecoming of Age. I am Colin Flynn, and joining me from New Jersey, the state therein of, Mr. John Michael Craig. How you doing, John? What's up, Colin? How you doing? I'm doing great. Yeah, actually, uh, doing quite well. So uh, you you kind of freaked me out a little bit because we just started talking, and, and I could hear paper rattling. And you're yeah, like, yeah. I have, Colin, I have notes, man. I have, I have fucking notes. notes. Okay. <laughs> Which is I usually not the case. I don't usually. normally have or take notes. I don't yes. have a plan. But uh, no, i got to talk about some serious shit here. Serious um, shit. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Staples. Have you ever been to Staples? I have, yes, been to Staples. They've, yeah. I thought they closed a lot of their locations. We had them here, and I don't think they do anymore. Unfortunately, they, they did not close all of them here. Um, I had to go to Staples because uh, I had to buy new ink for mm-hmm. a Canon inkjet printer. Okay. The, pr- the printer belongs to my ex-wife. Now, I don't know how you feel about printing, but I fucking hate it. It's the w- I, I don't care how tech-savvy you are. I, it takes hours. It takes forever. And uh, so you know, and it cost it cost uh, sixty dollars. It was I was printing pictures for Kylie, so my daughter Kylie, thirteen, she's going into high school next year, and the local public high school is starting arts academy. Okay, and she has her uh, interview tomorrow. Her her uh, she already submitted online. She sent in her photos. Now she has to present a portfolio. So I had to okay. print these photos out for her. So I, I have some 8x10 glossy, like pretty good glossy photo paper. You know, printing at CVS, but it's like, or or Target, I could do that, but it's time consuming. You got to go online, you got to upload the photos, then you got to go to the place, you know, whatever, the whole thing. So pain, I, the, I, ass, pain in the ass. Pain yeah. in the ass, pain in the ass. So uh, $60 for these uh, two ink, ink cartridges. Yeah. And, uh, and you know, the staples, it comes with this really long, not as long as a CVS receipt. Uh, it says here, $10 off your next regular priced in-store purchase of $30 or more. I was going to be like, well, you know what? $10 off, you get more ink. But then it says uh, here, discount applies to regular priced items only, cannot be combined with any other. Blah, blah, blah. blah. Um, not valid on desktop or laptop, tablets, notebooks, streaming, Amazon products, Apple, Bose, all ink and toner, Epson, Echo. It's like a square tray. What the fuck is that? What the fuck can you use this fucking... Fuck you, Staples. Anyway, Fuck I got to get the important shit off my chest. You know, <sighs> I feel so much better. My, my biggest gripe this week has been, I, I've been, and I relate to what you're saying, the, the printing thing sucks. It really does. I, I was yeah. next to a guy, before I tell my story, I was next to a guy, well, it's, it's my story, but um, a related story, I guess is what I'm going to tell you. Uh, so this, uh, I, I was at Target, this was uh, last Christmas, and I see this guy, and he's got like six printers in this um, in this uh, cart, and he's bringing them up, and he looks over at me, and he goes, I came in here to buy ink, and the goddamn ink is more expensive than the printers. He goes, so fuck it, I'm just going to buy, I'm going to buy the whole printer, and when it runs out of ink, I'm throwing it away. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, really? He's like, yeah, it's cheaper just buy the whole goddamn thing and throw it away. I was like, you're probably right, dude. Uh, so, so yeah, uh, this week has been I, I've been I've been feeling uh, bullied uh, quite a bit this week. Uh, it's been uh, kind of fucked up because we I, I was off all week and uh, everywhere I fucking went this week there was some little fucking. Uh, 
goddamn little fucking girl sticking her nose in my face going, would you like to buy some Girl Scout cookies? <laughs> I'm like, seriously, they, these they're fucking everywhere. I, and I don't, I don't really get it. I, I don't, I don't get the whole fucking organization of the Girl Scouts. I'm sorry, but what the fuck do they actually do? What, what, what is, I think it's a money laundering scheme. I really do. I don't think there's any real purpose to this shit. Um, I, I've never needed a Girl Scout. I've never. They used to hear the stories about the Boy Scouts. They'd like walk somebody across the street or something. No, who needs a Boy Scout? A pedophile is the only person in the universe <laughs> that needs a Boy Scout. Well, then nobody needs a fucking Girl Scout because you don't even hear any pedophile stories. And they're, no, it's just a bunch of. It's like a lady is the den mother or whatever they call the them for Girl does that Scouts. Mean? What the fuck does that even mean? The den mother. It well, the den like mother was for Cub Satan. Scouts. Satan. Okay. <laughs> no, that was for Cub Scouts. Because, and then uh, after Cub Scouts, they become Weeblos. But with Girl Scouts, they start as brownies. They may even start as pixies. My daughter was a girl. Weren't your daughters Girl Scouts? Uh, they, they didn't do the Girl Scouts. You thing. were like, nope. I was like, this is not going to happen. No, I'm not for signing up for that cult. Yes, it's a cult. Their marketing sucks. Other than the fucking Girl Scout cookies. <laughs> yeah. They've been wearing those same fucking nappy-ass fucking brown goddamn uniforms for... How fucking long? Seriously. Yeah, yeah but then they go green. Yeah, they, they just... And it's like, I, I get the feeling like I, I actually heard, I'm pretty sure I heard one of the, you said Den Mothers, what the fuck their name is. I don't is. know what I, they're called, I actually. Heard one of the adult leaders. Um, she told one of the little girls, uh, she said, go stand on the corner and sell your cookies. <laughs> and I'm like, this sounds like something, you know, it sounds like prostitution to me. And... <laughs> Did you I see just, that there, there was a movie doing? with there was a movie what? with Melissa McCarthy where she was like a she did that like she got laid off from her job <sighs> and, the it, and they, they make fun of the whole organization. I, I don't. I really don't get it. what. What are they? What? Where is all this money going? There's there's a lot of there's a lot of shit going on here. Um, and, and the, the strange thing is, okay, I don't, everybody's got their their favorite Girl Scout cookie. I I really don't get it. Um, no. Have you ever had like a sleeve of thin mints? Yeah, how are those different than the other thin mints I can buy like all year long from just you know it pretty much anywhere fucking uh, Trader Joe's has got a thin mint that's better than that um, I think that you can probably get them at, at even like Aldi's or shit like that I, oh, yeah, Aldi's I, is the worst it's the same as Trader Joe's they own they're, the, they're related both companies yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah it's weird that place Aldi yeah but I, I don't know so you know my daughters as an example uh, Zoe I saw her she was she we got some and she was, I got I got bullied into buying some of these fucking things from these little fucking round faced <laughs> little little girls sticking their shit in your face. And it's it's like they try to guilt you into it. But anyway, so I, I and I try to act like I don't have like four dollars. You know, it's like I, I'm looking around my pockets, like you know. But you know, I really don't want to lie. So anyway, I end up buying them, and then so I bought some of the Samoas, uh, which are like a. You've got like the uh, some kind of a cookie thing, and it's got the it's got, there's a hole in the middle. There's caramel. There's like I like that um, one. Yeah, toasted. Here's the thing that that threw me off because coconut. Zoe doesn't Zoe doesn't like coconut, and those mm-hmm. have that toasted coconut with the fudge over top of it. And uh, I'm like, she's eating it, and she's she's got this very careful little way of eating it where she's uh, kind of rolling it around slowly, a little turn to the right, turn to the right, turn to the right. So she's trying to like eat the edge of it off and make the the, the round you know smaller and smaller until it finally uh, whatever. Uh, um, and I'm so I said, I don't believe that you eat those. I, I just think that's strange because you don't like coconut. She goes, these aren't coconut. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, that's coconut. No, 
it's not coconut. It's, it's Girl Scout cookies. So I don't fucking know. I, well, I, yeah, I, I found I found the movie The Boss with Melissa McCarthy. So, right, um, so, yeah, Melissa McCarthy, a former CEO who goes to prison uh, for insider trading. She goes to federal prison. After leaving jail, she finds herself blo- broke, homeless, and hated. Oh, by the way, uh, Peter Dinklage uh, plays her ex-husband. They have a really bad relationship. Luckily, she tra- tracks down former assistant Claire, played by Kristen Bell, the only person willing who's willing to help. While staying with Claire and her young daughter, the ex-con devises a new business model for a brownie empire. See, I, uh, the Peter Dinklage <laughs> thing, I can kind of understand that because I wasn't even, uh, I, I was not 100% convinced that some of these uh, girls, uh, in quotes, that I was seeing this week were even children. I think they've got fucking <laughs> Peter Dinklage's, like, sister. He's got some little fucking people, whatever they're called, <laughs> some, some you know, right. vertically challenged <laughs> folks that are they're masquerading as fucking these little kids these and it's a big money laundering fucking scheme i did i think you're ready to uh, pitch this to alex jones <sighs> the girl scouts i can't do alex jones it just it hurts scouts. to even try I, and, and i have yeah. to back off the mic by about to, like five yeah, feet I have, yeah I gotta think about um, it a little so, <laughs> so how was your how was your week you uh you were it was off. good you didn't go anywhere Really well, we went. We did a day trip, shopping trip thing to Des Moines, and uh, that was that was a you know it was fun. It was good. I, I did. We were talking about Trader Joe's. I did get into uh, a Trader Joe's this week, and uh, I, w- I was thinking about you because okay. Um, when you get into Trader Joe's, uh, you know, you, sometimes uh, you can't. They, they move stuff around a, a little bit. And you, they've got these. Uh, they've got these. Uh, they're called triple ginger snaps. A cookie which is much fucking better than any of those Girl Scout cookies. <laughs> okay. And and more reasonably priced. So I get in there and we're, we're wandering around. I just want to get the make sure that uh, I get the triple ginger snaps. They and so the usual spot where they are in the store. It, it, I know kind of where that is. And I go over there and I, I don't. See them anywhere so um i look around and i see uh the guy that we're one of the guys uh, that works there and uh so i walk over to the guy that works there and i say to the guy hey where are the triple ginger snaps okay and he looks at me and he goes i don't work here man i don't work here <laughs> and i'm like looking at him it's a, okay it's a white guy and he's got dreadlocks <laughs> and i'm like you're a white guy with dreadlocks Wearing a goofy shirt, and you're at Trader Joe's, and I, the look on my face—you can see the look on my face, which was, "Yes, you do. You fucking work here, dude." <laughs> <be> like, and <laughs> you, you don't know it, but you work here. You work here. If you don't now, you're going to, because white guy with dreadlocks has to fucking work at Trader Joe's, and mm-hmm. so. And I was thinking, John, you got a long enough hair, you could do the the, the, the dreadlocks mm-hmm. or the or the cornrows or, or any of those kind of things. But uh, yeah, it was. Uh, it, it ma- I made him feel comfortable. Uncomfortable is what I'm trying to say. He he was not. Uh, he was not happy with me. But uh, you know what the fuck are you gonna what, do? When I was in high school, I uh, I had the same thing happen to me when I was at a uh, at a Toys R Us. <laughs> okay. And the reason the reason being is I don't know what happened. I had I went through this little phase when I was like uh, I think a junior in high school, where I was wearing these button down shirts with vertical stripes it was like a white stripe and an orange stripe a white stripe and a yellow stripe it was like the same shirt with different colors 
I had okay. a bunch of them. I don't know. I went through this weird. I don't know where it came from. I don't know if I saw if my mom went. My mom may have gone to like some sort of closeout or discount store and bought me like five of those shirts. And then it was like, all right, now it's a thing. So in in the 80s, I guess it was the late 80s, their colors were orange and white. And they used to have an orange and white striped shirt. And I happened to wear it when I went to a Toys R Us. <laughs> and... And it, it it finally hit me. It didn't hit me right away when, like, four people in a row asked me if I worked there. I was like, no, nah, I don't work here. I was just hanging out with friends. I don't know what the hell we were doing at Toys R Us. High school kids get lost. You go to a mall. You go to a Toys R Us. You go to a Spencer Gifts. And, I don't know, you just buy stupid shit or just sure. browse. So that's what we must have been doing, just messing around, throwing balls around. And you work here. No. And then no, I look. I look at the people that did work there. I'm wearing the exact same shirt. I, you know, when you were saying that, I was thinking, you, you know, the movie Big with the the piano thing. It was, that was F.A.O. Schwartz, wasn't it? Mm-hmm, where they did that mm-hmm, with, mm-hmm. The, with the big piano thing. I was actually in the one in Manhattan. Right. Uh, and I think that's where they filmed that. So Yeah, they did. In, in Manhattan, right? Uh, and that's gone, right? Fifth Avenue and 59th Street. Uh, no, I think what happened was it did go out of, it went out of business and then uh, someone else purchased it. F.A.O. Schwartz. I, I, this is, it's, I don't know who owns it now. Probably uh, the Arabs. I think yeah. I think the Arabs own it. It's funding terrorism. Just in case anyone it's knows, another, they mo- really it was brilliant money actually. It's, money it's, laundering. That's um, a, my big thing this week. Fao Schwartz returned to wonder. I don't know who owns it now. I wonder. Probably huh. the fucking. It says Euro it's Scouts. permanently closed. What the fuck? <laughs> I thought they closed it. I thought I read somewhere that the, the one in which was you know the the no. anchor store, the one in, in Manhattan, Manhattan the one on Fifth Avenue and like Fifty Eighth yeah. Street, Fifty Ninth yeah. Street. Yeah, the park, right? Yeah, yeah, uh, right, yeah, right, uh, yeah, on the east side of the park, like a, right. a block away from the opening of where um, the Odd Couple was uh, opening was filmed. You know, the TV show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When they walk out of the apartment, it's right. That yeah. was right there. That's right there too. Um, Feo, I don't know. Yeah, I, uh, I. Wow, it was founded in 1862. Once no was kidding. the oldest toy store in the United States. Yeah. Um, so you, you were talking about orange shirts. I did, uh, uh, again this week, I saw something and I went, John Michael Craig, they, I, was, I have to watch a little bit of the um, uh, NCAA basketball tournament. Um, Syracuse, the, the orange, uh, are, are in the Sweet 16. And uh, I don't know if you knew that. But uh, they showed the, they showed the, the, the mascot guy, the orange guy, that you did the... the, the uh, Oh yeah, yeah, the Syracuse Orange. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So they made the Sweet Sixteen, which was uh, which was cool. They're still alive. I'm not sure who they're going to play. Didn't they beat the number one seed? Uh, Probably. It seemed like everybody beat the number one seed. I watched. um, I watched the the only game I've really watched uh, for any length of time was Florida State uh, FSU beat Xavier, the other uh, number one seed in whatever bracket that was, and uh, that was cool to watch. I I like watching the underdogs when they win like that. That's pretty cool. And there's been a lot of that. And And this. This tournament's also got that. I don't know if you followed it, but the uh, Loyola thing with they, they've got some 98-year-old nun. Um, God, I can't remember her name, but they've got this old nun that's uh, they. She's like their mascot thing, and they put her to get her the seats like she's right right down in front, and uh, she's making a lot of press and everything. And uh, like one of the reporters today asked her today, "How does it feel to be an inter- or to be a national star to be mm-hmm. you know on the, that sort of platform?" And she looked at the guy and goes, well, "Actually, it would be an international star because <laughs> she's she's at that level now." But uh, yeah, it's, it's Sister cool. Jean, Sister Jean, that's yeah, I know. It was, uh, 
I was trying to remember what it was, but yeah, Sister Jean is uh, <laughs> 98 years old and loving this. So. 98? She looked fantastic for 98. Are you yeah, kidding she's, me? She's doing well. So, I would you know. so fuck her. Holy shit. <laughs> That is going, that is wrong on nu- so go many nuclear. levels. Go nuclear. If you're going to be wrong, just go nuclear. Just go straight all in. John wants to have sex with a 98-year-old nun. Yeah, so what the hell. John yeah. will have sex with a 99-year-old nun. Okay, right now I'm, I'm not that desirable. I don't have a lot going on. I'm living in my ex-wife's pool house. I think that might be a roadblock for me, but I'm thinking in a year I'm going to disappoint her a little bit less than I would disappoint her right now. So you're gonna you're gonna spend a little while dating. She's 98 now, so if yep. she's gonna get to 99, you've got to yeah. you got to work your way up to it and establish a little trust. And in the meantime, you're gonna be. Um, what's, did anything happen this week as far as uh, the whole? Uh, I don't know. Uh, real estate. Anything in or, life? I'm I mean, sure I things did, happen, but I was just gonna I was gonna try not to be. I don't want to. You know. Like, did be anything the inter- happen? Interviewer. Just, it gets better and better. Yeah, of course. Uh, today I decided to take a call from uh, what appeared to be. Well, actually, I don't remember the area code. But I took a call from a number that I was sure was a credit card company. Mm-hmm. It was. Uh, it happened to be American Express. Yeah. Are they sending was, uh, Sister Jean to come get you? Sister Jean is. I'll be like. I'll be like. Oh, Sister Jean, you heard the podcast. You know what? I'm here to collect your money. I need your money, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> no, she. Uh, the the woman that called. She was no joke. Uh, it was like what was it? Last last chance collections department. I don't even know what it was, but it was like they were just not fucking around. She's like, like, give us the no. Money. I had no angle. At one point, I said. You know, she's asking me questions. Can you pay off this amount? Blah blah blah. I'm like, no. Then I, and then she mentions something. Do you, do you have any um, way to pay off? Because like, uh, American Express is not going to forgive this kind of debt. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, I understand that. I get it. And she's asking me all kinds of questions. Like, what can we do? I'm like, I, I felt like a quiz, and I felt like I was getting scolded. And she seemed angry. I mean, she was just doing her job, but the way sure. she was doing it, like, threw me. And then she's like. Well, what can you pay? I was like, I can't pay anything right now. And she's like giving me numbers. I said, I, she's like, well, you're not willing to work with us. I said, I'm willing to work with you. I'm telling you, I do not have this money right now. There's no way I have the full amount because it's a lot. I'm not going to mention the number. Uh, it, it, and I'm like, okay. And then I, I asked if I could talk to a supervisor because it just got weird when she said like, I said, well, I don't want it to go to collections. She's like, well, it's a lot worse than collections. I'm like, what are you going to send someone to break my fucking legs? Like, what are you talking? <laughs> I was like, I, just the way she said it, it was like, are you threatening me? Like, what would it, we, yeah, what, what could that possibly oh, be? No, because know? it's the whole thing. It should be, you know, you've been a member since 2000, you know, so you had the pay over time option. Well, it'd be like, hey, well, yeah, you're supposed to pay it off. No, American Express decided to do that. I, of course, I'm responsible for the debt and I should give them the money, but I may have been paying over $400 in interest per month. Like, like I don't want to look back at all of my debt, but I'm like, I'm afraid that if I do, I'm going to be like, how much money did I leave on the table? Like, how much fucking... Like, I look at it... When I was younger, when I was in my 20s, I bought roller... Do you remember the roller roller blade brand roller blades, the black and red? Yes, I do. Like, almost every guy had those for a while. 
Yeah, I was working in radio when those came mm-hmm. out, and mm-hmm. uh, there was a uh, local. They sold them at like um, established. We they, actually, it was in uh, Lincoln, Nebraska, I believe, and they are maybe Omaha. Anyway, um, they, they had this. Uh, we had a live remote broadcast at a. It was like a bike shop. They they actually was like a BMX place that did uh, um, like skateboards and shit like that, and uh, so we had this remote. And I had skated like uh, roller skated a lot at one point in my life, and. Um, I skated and uh, you know, I could skate backwards and all that stuff. I felt pretty confident. And I got these things. They had this. I ate that guy. Yeah. So they, yeah, yeah, exactly. You so they, yeah, the, the, yeah, yeah, you go to the skating rink, there's the backward skating douche, you know, that everybody yeah, wants yeah. to like kill. That was me. Um, <laughs> Especially on rollerblades. The guy yeah, on rollerblades, well, like, well, like fucking, you know, Santa I, Monica, I, Venice Beach. They, they had, yeah, they had uh, for this demo for this for this day where people were just looking at these for the first time. They had this thing set up where uh, we had like hockey sticks and there was a bunch of shit out there and we're skating around. So I get put these things on and and I fly around the parking lot a couple times. I got this nice nice place to do it. It was really set up well. And uh, I flipped around, went backwards a little bit. And uh, what I didn't plan on was like with regular roller skates, you can kind of jump up on your you, know, you just go up on your on your tiptoes and there's a stop you know there's a big rubber yeah, stop yeah, there yeah. these don't have that uh yeah. I, like yeah so i come flying around and i come over where there's a bunch of people which is next to this fairly busy road and i come flying up like i'm going to be the cool guy and, and uh you know stop right in front of them and i pop up on my toes and nothing i just <laughs> I just backwards, like into the street. I was like, what the fuck? You know, and I did a, like a just belly flop thing trying to stop. Everybody's looking at me like, what a fucking idiot. You know, <laughs> I'm like, well, that didn't work out very well. Those are different. Let's, uh, let's not do that anymore. But, uh, yeah, about killing well, myself. I, so, yeah, I had those. So, I, I remember way back then I bought the, um, a Sony PlayStation 1. This is in the mid 90s, I'm guessing. Sure. And a yeah. pair of rollerblade brand rollerblades. And I paid for them with a credit card. I think it was the very first credit card that I got because I went to college. They used to have those tables. They give you like a fucking little towel and and water bottle, and sure, they'd sign yeah. you up. And you'd, you'd maybe you'd have twenty five hundred dollars, you know, in a piece of plastic that was twenty five hundred dollars. Boom, yeah. free money. Yeah. Um, didn't work that way, you know. So. So the first couple of times I got myself in trouble, uh, you know, I think the the rollerblades, which I'm pretty sure cost about 250 at the time, and the Sony PS1, PlayStation One, also 250. Yeah, yeah. I, I, that probably both of those probably cost me about 2,500. You know, I mean, seriously, I just <laughs> Still bought them. And those I'm, off. Yeah, I'm still actually. Yeah, that's why I am where I am right now. That's why I'm living in my ex-wife's pool house. That was before I met her. Um, but, but, the, and the thing about these rollerblades uh, is they're very different than roller skates. And I don't know if you, there were some that were like the uh, freestyle skate uh, rollerblades that had no uh, stopper. They have yeah. no brake. Wait, yeah, do they, yeah. Do they even have a, a? I don't remember. They have a rear brake. Right, some of them. Yeah, there's there's a back thing, but not not front like a normal normal. Roller yeah, right, 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 right. So it's counterintuitive if you were if you're used to the other. If shit, you were used like, to uh, roller yeah. skates, yeah. yeah. If you yeah. go to if you go to Central Central Park, there's an area of Central Park where you still have like old school roller skaters. Some people will be on, uh, and they'll they'll do like a disco dancing kind of stuff, and some are really good. They're like time travelers. Yeah, uh, I don't know if you've ever seen it. Just as I, I'm, I'm, I'm looking it up now. Central Park uh, roller skaters. They're, it's pretty, pretty cool actually. Big deal, huh? 
Yeah, I mean, I don't think. No, it's just the Central Park Dance Skaters Association, the CPDSA. Yeah, become so, a member. Just when you come to New York, you should you should check it out. Here's what I think you do next time. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I'm looking at the pictures. All right, I got. I'm, you got to tweet this out, or I'll tweet it out. <laughs> yeah. What, what I'm thinking is next time the the anybody calls American Express or whatever card it is that they're they're calling about, um, you need to go immediately into. Uh, I I will have the money. I'm gonna need you to buy some Girl Scout cookies from me, <laughs> and you start trying to sell these people Girl Scout cookies. Just, if I get if I get to the next level, I'll get bonus points or, or make a you know. There's there's got to be a, a way there to to move some Girl Scout cookies because uh, the the economy in the United States will collapse if the Girl Scout cookies don't get sold. That's, I'm surprised that you can't get uh, fucking Girl Scout cookies on Amazon. Hold on one second. I think Amazon is gonna. <laughs> You got to be able to. So um, one of the people that I was speaking of eating Girl Scout cookies, um, one of the people that I, I worked with uh, went in today for uh, the whatever they do, whatever it's called, the the uh, stomach thing, you know, the, the sewing your mouth shut. Uh, you know, you got too big and they're going to fix your stomach so you can't eat anymore. What was that called? There's a name for it. Anyway, she's uh, getting Stomach stapling. Uh, the uh, gastral bypass. Yes. Gastric bypass surgery. That's what I was trying yeah, to say. Yeah, so yeah. she's going in for that. And uh, she, you know, she's, she's uh, give it a, she gave it a good effort and everything. She's finally just gotten to the point where she decided this was, um, this was what she needed to do. It was the, the, the you know, the, the answer to, to the problem, which was, you know, too many Girl Scout cookies. Um, but, I, you know, as I, I was thinking about that, is there no, uh, it's like alcoholic and non, Alcoholics Anonymous sort of thing. Okay, that's somebody that drinks too much. Uh, they can't stop and they it's getting to the point where it's harming their life and they, they've got to get to that. And it's a disease according to the, uh, you know, to the uh, current thinking. So if you got somebody that eats themselves to the point where it's harming their health and they can't stop eating like that, you get a, it gets to the point where it's actually so serious you go have surgery to keep yourself from doing it. I was just wondering, do they not have or shouldn't they have like a, an overeater anonymous where you go actually go through this 12-step thing and they have meetings and sponsors and all that stuff? I, I just, I don't know. I, feel, I still feel bad. They have, but they, they used to have that. I mean, they probably still do, but it, they had an overeaters anonymous. My mom used to go. Really? Oh, was she, yeah. Did she in, in the seventies? Yeah, yeah. She, 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 her weight fluctuated. Um, she, when, when, my mom is uh, 60, 68 next month. Okay. And when my mom was in high school, I think she was voted most beautiful. Actually, really? in her okay. high school class, uh, she looked she looked like Goldie Hawn from that same time period. Not Goldie Hawn now. Even okay. now, my mom doesn't look like Goldie Hawn now. You know what I'm talking like face and the whole thing. Kurt no, Russell. she looked like she looked like Goldie Hawn from Laughing. Sure, yeah, that's a good look. Yeah, she had that kind of look. She, my mom, was a pretty lady yeah. back then, um, and she. Uh, what were we talking about? She, okay, <laughs> why did so, you bring up my mom? Yeah, I wasn't <laughs> why did I bring up my mom? I, what am I, a therapy right now? <laughs> I was just, about and then my mom. Overeating. And the Overeaters Anonymous. Oh, yeah, yeah. She went to OA, Overeaters Anonymous. And I remember that she went OA. to these meetings. There and, is one. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It was, it, it was a real thing. You know what? I, I'll Next... I'm going to call her tomorrow. And she why don't we hear more about that? Because 
you know, everybody that you talk to that's got <laughs> any kind of a drinking thing, you know, they're going to meetings. And every yeah. time you watch a movie, somebody's, yeah. you know, there's something in the movie about the, the, the one that needs to be at AA, and they're talking about the meeting and the blah, blah, blah. It's just, it's all over. It's very prevalent. And I think the food thing has to be a bigger fucking issue than the drinking, or at least as big a thing as the drinking thing. But I've never seen a movie where the fat guy's going to the OA. I, I've never seen that. I've never even heard of it. it so. ha- no, it does. What about the, what's that shallow how? Did that guy, did he go? Do you remember that movie? Man, Jack you're, you're bringing up all, all the, uh, <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah, I'm, maybe. I no, there's, there's been a fat camp movie. Yeah, they've they've got some fat camp movies, but an actual twelve step. You know, let's go have a sponsor. Go to meetings twice a week. Hi, my name is Mary. <laughs> I eat too much. You know, and everybody goes, "Hi, Mary," and then they tell stories about. Uh, like I had a niece. I, I, well, I still have a niece. She's still she's still in the in the world. But when she was little, uh, she got really big, and she did a lot of things that were um, that were uh, I think almost um mental illness you know a disease you could probably call it she did stuff like um her mother would buy um like um a, a box full of of ice cream bars of of, of uh, some sort of you know fudge bars or something like that and she a, a couple times she would take these from the refrigerator and go hide them somewhere in the house not in a refrigerator thinking i can eat one of these and then my brothers and sisters won't get the rest of them but she cognitively she couldn't figure out that if i put these somewhere they're going to melt uh, she just wanted to hide them. She just wanted to get, you know, whatever. She would she would squirrel away food like that when she was very young. And, um, you know, if you carry stuff like that into your adulthood, I'm, I just would think it would be easier. This guy, I guess what I'm getting into. I, I, I feel bad for anybody that gets to the point where a surgery is required, and it's such a, you know, surgery. It's fucking... Al Roker had it. Yeah, uh, yeah. John Popper of uh, the blue, the blue, blues traveler. Really, he just Did he? the blue. Yeah, he had it. So he's a skinny guy, and I walk around with all those fucking harmonicas. He's, he's. Uh, <laughs> let's see. So yeah. Oh shit. Does he still yeah. wear that? He's got the bandolier thing, the harmonica bandolier. Because I, I thought I, that I was going to look him up. I mean, he he probably has that uh, the stretch marks like crazy because that's a lot of times what happens is when you're that big and yes. you've got that surgery. You yeah. get that, like you get skinny, but you've got the the yeah skin hanging Stuff off. You goes, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. John Popper. Now, I'm looking him up. I like, I love, I love, I love when you do visuals. You know, yeah, he, <laughs> um, on on uh, when you're doing an audio. Um, yes, yes, program. Exactly. We're describing. Yes, <laughs> everyone else, everyone has a phone. They can look it up themselves. You know <laughs> Speaking of visuals, I forgot about this. Um, I would like to do a. I would like to do a meme. Uh, because you know it, it's audio let's do uh, an audio meme this is my um, <laughs> so you're gonna you are you gonna give a descriptive you're gonna describe the thing the image and then yes. put words to it yes it's gonna be an audio <laughs> meme and it's and it's easter related okay so um this is the meme okay um and i'm just gonna go this far with it i'm gonna go um my butt hurts what <laughs> that's the meme <laughs> my butt hurts it's the visual what <laughs> you haven't seen this it, just google no. my, google my butt hurts what? wait 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 wait. what no 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 i don't like this you don't oh like that it's it's like the classic it's like my favorite i don't know if you it, i don't originally when i'm I looking came, it up came along um i'm looking it up right now my butt hurts 
My butt. What? what is it, this, oh, 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 yeah, I've seen that. I've it's seen see, that. it's Easter related. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it is. It's, it's, uh, I'll describe it. But for those of you who decide that it's not even worth looking this up, it, there are two, Everybody. um, chocolate, hollowed out chocolate Easter bunnies. See, the one, the one with the, uh, full bunny ear says, my, my butt hurts. <laughs> And then the one without any bunny ears, because someone ate them, says, what? And then the one that says, my butt hurts, he got his butt eaten out. (laughs) Old shit. (laughs) Chocolate Easter bunnies, my butt hurts. Christian funny. That's on Christian funny. That's on Christian funny? Really? Well, Google puts that one number one, because even Google realizes Christian funny is funny. Christian, funny, you know, uh, speaking of Christian thing, I was, uh, this week I was thinking about, well, actually, I've had these earworm things going on. What? No, 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 you can't, you can't just say that. That sounds really not so good. Earworms? Christian thing? What are earworms? Earworms is is the thing where you get a a song stuck in your head. Oh, okay. I thought it was some sort of disease. (laughs) I thought it was like you had like, yeah, it could be. So yeah, I'm, I, uh. Uh, the first, the first one that I had that I was like trying to figure out where how in the fuck I, it was just I, I couldn't figure out where I'd even heard it why why it was in my head but um, "Cruel to Be Kind" by Nick Lowe remember that song uh, "Cruel to Be Kind" by Nick Lowe I don't uh, know it. It, it's uh, um, cruel to Nick be Lowe, kind. Is Nick Lowe of the Bad Seeds? Uh, Nick yeah, Lowe I think so. and yeah, the yeah, Bad yeah. Seeds, yeah, that yeah, guy? Yeah. yeah, cruel to be kind in the right measure. Cruel to be kind means that I love you, baby. Anyway, um, so that one was stuck for a while, and for quite a while. And then I, 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 I'm going to blame this on the grocery store, not not uh, Trader Joe's, but another grocery store in the area that I went to because I walked in there um, after I'd, I'd gotten that off my brain finally. I walked in there, and I heard it on their Muzak overhead thing, and I thought, you fuckers, you could probably play this like all the time. It's probably like on a, some kind of a loop. And I was in there, and I heard it. And anyway, I finally got that out of my head. And I was like, thank God I got that out of my head. And then... Um, for some reason, and I'm not sure again where the fuck this one came from, but uh, Blondie, uh, the song Rapture by Blondie. Oh, yeah, yeah. And all week long, I've been just walking around with that. You don't stop. You keep eating cars. That whole thing is just, you know, going through my head, you know, toe to toe, don't move too slow. Man on the Mars is through with cars. Yeah, he's eating bars. All that shit was going through my head. And it was just the the rapture thing. I was just I don't know how they got the title for that. The song never made sense to me. That it was called Rapture. I know the song. It's uh, Fab Five Freddy, I believe, is the do, is the one that does the rap. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. It was one of the, they, they they say it's one of the first rap songs. I don't believe that it is. Rapture. It would it, well it's, commercially maybe. Yeah, maybe. I'm sure it was. But um, it, it always kind of and it kind of freaked me out because when I was a kid. We had this, I don't know if they're like Jehovah Witnesses or Seventh-day Adventists or some fucking group that came through. Uh, they, they came through our neighborhood and they left their pamphlets, these 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 things on the door. And um, I remember I got home from school and nobody was home and uh, I got this thing out of the door and walked in the house and I was looking at it. It was all these, and it, it was a, a depiction of the rapture. And it was, uh, you know, these clothes that were laying on the ground and uh, nobody in them and it was like be, you know you're gonna be, be be worried about the rapture because you know people are gonna you're gonna get descended into heaven or something your their clothes are gonna be left behind your body's gonna be gone and this freaked me out because i was like what the fuck is this i went to catholic school i was like i didn't know what the fuck this yeah 
what is this even about? And so um, when my m- mother came home, I was like, you know, showing her this thing. I was like, and she's like, give me that. That's yeah, you don't should be looking at that. That's you know, it's like Satan or whatever. But um, which I don't quite get exactly why she felt so strongly about that either. But you know, the Catholics don't. They don't uh, focus too much on rapture. On the rapture, it's something that they're. If it, if it is within the, who does? I mean, well, seriously, who does? It was one of those two groups, I think, maybe. But it, the book was all about the rapture, so I'm I'm kind of flipped out about it a little bit. So um, I had this kid that lived right across the street from us, Tom, uh, Tim Tim Hernan was his name, and so uh, Timmy Hernan. Uh, I go over there and I, I says to him, yeah, I saw this book. It came in the, you know, stuck in the door. And he goes, yeah, yeah, we got one of those too. And I'm like, it's about these people that, you know, and I was, and I was convinced, you know, okay, some shit's going to go down and everybody's going to be taken up into the sky, which I didn't want to go with, with the group really, but I really didn't want to be left behind either. You know, it was, it was, the whole thing was freaking me out. And uh, so I'm talking to him and he's like, he's like, well, He's like, it's probably, I think it's probably a lot like, it's like sports. He's like, uh, you know, we, you know, you and I both, we, we, you know, we're like, we're not like the the best kids in the world. He said, so um, there's probably going to be like, we would, like if there was a draft pick and they're doing this, we're not going to go in the first round. <laughs> He's like, so, so, <laughs> so don't worry about it. It's like, they might catch us, you know, maybe like, we'd be like late fourth, maybe fifth round or something like that, you know? <laughs> It's like maybe our parents will have to like uh, pull off some kind of a trade deal for us to get actually into the, I don't know, what the fuck, G League or some shit like that. But anyway, I've been trying to... I'm trying to get away from the rapture thing in my head. The, the, the song or, or the, the song, idea the song, of the, the going, the whole thing. I don't dying I don't, and burning in hell and going like yes, the only the, the chosen yes, all of, Christians. All of, all of that shit. No, I, I actually did see another thing this week where, uh, and this caught my. I was in the. I was in. I think it was in the uh, the New York Times Sunday New York Times. Um, There's a big. They had a big huge uh, article about these churches that are coming along. They're, they focused on this one in Los Angeles that um, they're focused on youth. And so the, um, the one in Los Angeles, I think maybe Justin Bieber went to church there, had something to do with it, because uh, he's like converted to, to whatever now. And so um, they were talking about how they're using technology in these churches uh, that is new because they've got a younger, a, a younger base of worshipers that are I don't know whether they're freaked out about rapture or not, but um, what, the, uh, what the preachers are doing now is um, they have these church apps. So like when you're in church, you have an app on your phone, and the, the preacher will say, okay, it's time for a collection, uh, and they don't go around the collection plate. They go, I know you've got your phone with you, so everybody get your phone out, everybody get your smoke phone out, okay, pull up the app. If you don't have the app, download the app, and so there's uh, these wow. apps, and then they, you know, okay, now's the time, donate, boom. So they get right there on the spot, electronic. Where, where did you hear about this or see this? It was in the New York Times. The Sunday yeah. New York Times. There was a big article about it. Yeah. And so and then I, I got oh. thinking about it, and I, and I Googled it. I looked. There's a bunch of these church apps. There's one called Servant Keeper. There's another one called Realm. There's actually a, in the paid section when I Googled it, I think I Googled church app, um, like 10 of them came up that were actually paid, you know, that are, are trying to get to the top of the list. And so, yeah, it's, it's the new thing in church, or in some of these churches, where they've got an app, which I'm like, <laughs> you know, I don't know. It was man, weird. I, 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 
I, I don't, I mean, I get it. I totally get it. It makes, um, it's, you get, what's the, what's the Baldwin brother? No, it's not Alec, Alec obviously. Billy? It's the younger, no, 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 Stephen. Stephen, the blonde. Yeah. He played Barney Rubble in the first Flintstones movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he's, he got into, he, I, he may have become a born-again Christian, but he was at one of those, like, cool, young, skateboard Christian church kind of deals, you know? You know, where they break, like, the, Karate guys break a board in half. I'm I'm putting a lot of shit together. You know what I mean? Like sure, you got yeah. you know these young evangel you know evangelical kind of motherfuckers whose dad was a pastor, but then they came down and they're like, I'm gonna make it cool and young and Jesus great, you know. And then you're like, you know, like post Striper. You remember the band Striper? I do. Yeah. 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 yeah the heavy metal band. They 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 wore like black and yellow. My favorite part about Striper is the, the one of the guitarists in Striper, his brother was in the band Slayer. That's fucking awesome. Why has n- nobody's made a documentary about those two motherfuckers? They should, yeah, excellent. Yeah. Although, yeah, Slayer, Slayer was actually not bad. For what the, for the genre, they were not bad. Slayer Striper was, awesome. was not good. South of Heaven? Yeah, that was a great song. Yeah, Slayer's got some but, great songs. But, but there was another band, another Satanist bullshit band called Venom. They were terrible. Yeah, I remember, I remember Venom, and then there was, uh, what's his name, um, uh, the Glenn Danzig. Um, Glenn Danzig wasn't, though, he wasn't a Satanist. He wasn't into that shit. Well, though, he, he sort of was. He sort of was, wasn't he? That song, Mother, the lyrics of that were pretty uh, pretty Satanish, I, I always thought. But uh, he, that was like his only only song. And he was actually, I think he was like, wasn't he like four and a half feet tall? He was, he was like... Uh, I don't know. I, I, he, he looks like a big dude, but I'm not sure. He's really you know? he's ripped, but I think he was really short. Uh, um, as I recall, he was like five foot four or something like that. Really? No way. I, I believe so. I don't know. I might be wrong. But, Glenn uh, Danzig. What was the band he was in? Danzig. Was Danzig, but wasn't he in another band? Was he in uh, Faster Pussycat or any of those no, kind no, of No, 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 no. He was... Uh, Glenn Danzig was in a... He's from New Jersey? I had no idea. Was he in that band? Misfits. With... The Misfits. Oh. Was Remember, really? before okay. he had... Yeah, before he had the long hair, heavy metal mullet, he had that other thing. When he was in the Misfits, he had the hair that was pulled down over his face. You know, like uh, Eddie Munster has the Pike's Peak? Right, Like, exactly. he basically took the Pike's Peak, but grew the hair out long, and it was almost like <laughs> oh, a reverse yeah. comb-over yes, mohawk yes, yes, that yes. went I down to the... That. It was a weird... Like, n- very few people could get away with this look. Yeah, I remember It kind of worked for that, I suppose. Yeah, but it, it's... it's it, If you don't know it, it it's, it's... There's a famous T-shirt that has his face sort of like in a negative reverse image where it's like, boom, you see that thing. But anyway, uh, Lodi, New Jersey. Yeah, yeah. Danzig. Yeah. And Mother his, was probably his, his biggest hit. Does it give his height there or anything? I think um, was... I'm looking for his height. That's why I looked him up. Uh, oh. Holy shit, he's fucking 62. Uh, Danzig wow. height. I can't. If he's small, you know who's tiny? You know who's real? Five foot three? What five the three. fuck? Yeah, I knew he was really short. Dude. Yeah. And that if if it says he's five foot three, he's then fucking he's five lying. foot one. He's lying about that too. Yeah, exactly. That's his. Right. Uh, so, yeah. His Doyle. Doyle Wolfgang Vaughn. Who the fuck is that? Hmm. Oh, he's he's a uh, he's the guitarist for uh, for Danzig. He's six foot three and okay. ripped. Yeah. Peter Steele, six foot seven. Who the fuck was Peter Steele? Uh, typo negative. He was. I, the, I, I kind of remember them. But I, don't remember I do them. remember them, and I yeah. and I think there's actually one thing I like. So Henry Rollins. Yeah, Rollins. He, he's five foot nine. I've seen Rollins when he was on his spoken word tour. I kind of like him, 
and he's also a fucking dick. He's a yeah. He's very uh, arrogant. He's he's. I've seen him on some stuff. He's actually going to be in town here pretty pretty quickly. I, I meant to tell you too. I was going to try to get tickets for that Kevin Smith thing. The, oh yeah, you mentioned. Fucking sold out in like two minutes. It was like holy shit. Yeah, I was sitting there in front of my computer at home on Friday, thinking oh, I went. Wait a minute. I get well. I actually got an email that said tickets are on sale. So I get logged in. Boom, tickets are gone. So uh, uh, in that same venue, I think they're getting Henry Rollins is going to be there, and I don't think it's musical at all. I think it's just him doing his spoken word shit, which is you know him basically. I think at one point I've seen some of that stuff. He he was more of a I don't know if it's poet poet or poetic sort of approach to it, but now he's just rambling about whatever the fuck you know his views on politics or the world view or whatever. You know he's a smart guy, but I, I saw him when I was in college. I saw his spoken word tour. And uh, there's a thing he uh, there was, um, he witnessed a murder, like he I can't remember he told the story it was like fucking intent like really, f- I I can't even remember so I, I'm googling it now it looks like Joseph Dennis Cole an American roadie for Black Flag and Rollins Band was shot and killed in an armed robbery on December nineteenth nineteen ninety one in I don't know, I think it was maybe in Venice Beach. Okay. And I think I think that Rollins was there and witnessed it. He was the the guy who died, who was murdered, was like thirty years old at the time. Holy I think fuck. maybe I've heard this this story too. And, uh, no, yeah. it was it was a really. I think you know what it was. I think it was. I didn't really know much about Rollins. I don't even know because I wasn't a big Rollins band fan. Was he was in another band, wasn't he? Uh, Before Rollins, yeah, band? yeah, he was in the. It wasn't the Misfits. No, the, the no. It was one of those bands, uh, punk rock bands, Black Flag. Yeah, Black, Black Flag. Flag, Black Flag. Yeah. That's the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and and, and I, I, but he, but that was around that time that his friend was murdered in front of him. Was around the time that he started doing the spoken word shit. Yeah, and, he, I, and I don't know how that all happened. Like I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I have very mixed feelings about Henry Rollins. Yeah, he's his big shtick now is he. Um, he travels the world. He just he basically uh, goes wherever he kind of d- literally does the uh, let's put a you know put a map on the wall and I'm just gonna throw a dart and wherever it lands I'm gonna go there, and he goes by himself. When he gets there, he uh, usually takes a guide with him for a couple days, and then he uh, after a couple days he ditches the guide and he stays there for like months uh kind of assimilates the culture and all that stuff and i think that's got to be a probably a part of what he's talking about but he's got enough money he's able to do that you, know, you got to think that all of those guys you know to be in these bands uh i don't know what you know it's it's a different mindset whether these guys are and we talked about like you know you're talking about uh cameron your son plays guitar um and the the way your mind works, you know, if you're if you're really, I think, especially for a lot of those those punk bands, those those uh, alternative bands. Well, that's a stupid way to put it, but, <laughs> yeah. but uh, you know, do you, do you get that focused on what you're doing? Um, it, maybe it's like a is there a, like a I don't know ADHD connection to it? Maybe a little bit. We talked about that. I don't know. Oh. Um, actually, I saw this thing on the uh, again. I was talking about the. Uh, the Sunday uh, New York Times, there was an article in there about, um, I think it was called In Praise of ADHD. There was this article that was written by this guy that was, um, was basically talking about the idea that ADHD is actually, he, he told the story about um, he had a kid that was like, uh, I don't know, grade school age kid. 
and uh, they, they at school they wanted to uh, put the kid on some sort of medication and uh, he's a Jewish guy I believe and he was talking to his it was either his mother or his grandmother and he said I'm considering putting him on this you know at school they're saying they want him to put him on this medication and uh, they're saying you know it'll slow him down um, you know it'll be more manageable that sort of thing and I guess his uh, Jewish I think it was his grandmother said um, maybe the problem isn't that he should slow down maybe the problem is that the other people need to speed up <laughs> and I was like that was awesome I was like the other people need to speed up and uh, there's there's a thing about a study in there where they actually did a more somebody uh, that, that they highlighted in there did a more advanced study about um, the ADHD thing ADHD anyway um, and they there was a group of kids that they studied I think it was in Louisiana that they they actually went through really comprehensive uh, analysis on this group of kids that had been previously you know, previously uh, analyzed as being ADHD, the, the school had put them in that um, thing, and they found out that out of that group, um, it was like 35% of them or something like that, um, pretty high number of the of the test group, uh, qualified for an elite uh, scholarship program that was, or, that was uh, really hard to get into in Louisiana. And a lot of people, you know, they're... Um, people that would be like a 4.0 standard student couldn't get into this and out of this test group like a third of them walked right into it they were they were that prepared so i think that's the way a lot of those guitar guys get i mean that's what i was trying to long story short short story it's it's funny uh last night i was driving for the limo company that i drive for so i did i did two i did two trips yesterday so my car is still on the fritz who says on the fritz on the fritz um jewish ladies old jewish ladies i do the car is on the fritz. Um, so, yeah, I'm still having problems with my taillights. Uh, I, I bought a new – so my, uh, my, my driver's side headlight took in some water during one of the nor'easters, um, and uh, the left turn signal went out. Nor'easter, 2018, number four. Look out, northeast. It's coming for you this weekend. Nor'easter. <laughs> <laughs> Who watches the local news with the weather? Nor'easter. What? No. Stop! Stop fucking with me with your weather. Um, yeah. It sucks. That's it. And so, I it, my headlight took in some water. My my driver's side left headlight, and the left turn signal got shorted out. Okay. Totally needs to be replaced. Re- needs to be replaced. The headlight still works. But with my car, the 2007 Lincoln MKZ or the Lincoln Zephyr, who names it? Zephyr, um, it it needs to be replaced. It's a whole thing, right? So I ended up buying one on um, on eBay. I bought it out of Chicago. It took a week to fucking get to me. Like it said, it was going to take two days. But it took a week. So my car has been on the road. So so I can't fucking drive my car because I can't drive professionally. Drive passengers with a left turn signal it doesn't work because it's fucking still winter here i gotta roll down my window every time i'm going into oncoming traffic because it's the front one and i've got to put my my fucking arm out the window and sideways left turn signal nobody knows what the fuck i'm doing <laughs> why is that guy sticking his hand out the window 
It's cool. Yeah, if it was a right turn, I'd put it up and I'd do like, you know, the, the fucking perpendicular. You know the fucking hand signals because we had to learn them when we got our fucking driver's license. We actually. And then stopping is the reverse of the fucking thing. It's where you stick yeah, your hand down, fucking down, up yeah. perpendicular and you do it down. Um, yeah. I wonder if they still teach that to kids. There's no need uh, to, right? Yeah, Who yeah, needs to use hand signals? Uh, yeah. You know, yeah. So anyway, so I'm driving, I'm driving for uh, the limo company. And uh, I, what, what did I bring that? <laughs> I don't know what the you're fuck driving I'm for a company and your shit wasn't working. No, no, I was driving a nice car. I was driving, okay. All right. you know, the guy's uh, Equus, and uh, I don't know what the fuck I was talking about. I, I lost my train of thought. I'm just over me. We, we got into the. I don't know where you're going exactly with the but we're somehow that started with you complaining about that your car wasn't working, and before that we had talked about ADHD. <laughs> that was it. I think I have ADHD. <laughs> Attention deficit hyperactivity disorder. Yeah. So you were talking about shit that they don't they don't teach you in driver's education anymore. Oh, no, I know what I was going to say. Sorry. Okay. No. Okay. No, Forget driver's education. Here's what it is. You were talking about the guitar thing. Yes. So last night I had these two awesome passengers. I picked them up. It's the reason we couldn't record last night because okay. it got too late. It took a really long time. I, I so I I have to drive all the way up to JFK Airport, which I mean there was traffic on Sunday night. There's always traffic driving through that shit fucking hole of a fucking borough staten island staten island where i was born and raised so i had to drive from here to jfk airport i it fucking packed at jfk i go to the cell phone lot there's got to be like fucking 200 cars in there getting out to once i saw that my uh passengers fucking flight had landed from la i'm like I, it took me like 15 minutes to get a mile to the actual terminal so, so I pick you, up this couple. Do you go stand in the terminal with a sign? Do you have a... Like, no, a, I don't have a sign. No, no, no. There's nowhere to park. Like, you don't park your car. There's there's a okay. space. And I now the car that I'm driving has limo plates. And I don't pick up at JFK much. I have picked up at JFK for some friends and a couple of passengers. But it's not a... You know, I'm not allowed as an Uber and Lyft driver. I'm not allowed to pick up there. Okay. So I pick up this couple. And... Uh, the guy's name is William Bill. And that's all I know. And I have a phone number for the guy. And I've got the guy that owns the company, whom I've never met, texting me. Um, did you contact Did you contact William? Mm-hmm. Uh, I sent him a text. His, his flight just landed. I sent him a text. And this guy, he runs the company. He's retired from what he does. And he's like, you know, and he's on top of things. He knows which of his drivers has a ride. And he checks up on him especially for early calls and like the first time you're picking up a new a client that's an existing client he doesn't want a driver like me to blow it right because anything goes wrong you might lose that client forever sure you just it happens you know yeah. so you know so he's walking me through it and i i communicate with the guy i'm going back and forth pick this couple up i don't know what to i talked to him once but then i think his phone died because that's what happens on a fucking cross-country flight and this guy they get in the car we, it all works out. They live in the same town that I live in, Middletown. That's where I live right now, in the pool house, Middletown. And my wife's fucking pool house. And, and my wife's ex-wife's pool house. Ex-wife. And, and, ex-wife. and so sorry, sorry. I'm talking to this couple. She's like 66. He's like 68. They're my parents' age. He's got two sons that are like my age, maybe a year or two older. His son's a director of photography. And we're talking, and we just start talking about movies, 
they have seen every fucking movie. And this guy is so well-versed in films. She's a professor at Monmouth University. He's an attorney. They moved down to this area for Prudential. And we're going back and forth. And I'm like, and I started talking about their son. And, and I'm like, you know, and, and we're kind of joking about his son being a professional in the entertainment industry as a director of photography, camera operator, production company, the whole thing. And it's like he's kind of taking credit for his son's thing because it's like, it's like, I don't know where he gets it from. And as we're talking, I talk about Cameron going to the Marine Academy of Science and Technology, uh, oceanography, engineering. And when he gets out of the car, he says to me, the world doesn't need any more. And we talked about music as well. Yeah. So the world doesn't need any more engineers <laughs> or oceanographers. True. They need a fucking great guitarist. <laughs> I mean, this is like, and because we were talking about music and we're going back and forth. Because he he mentioned that he had watched Saturday Night Live, and he, and and apparently Arcade Fire were on yeah. Saturday night. And I love the Arcade Fire. It's their fifth album in like seventeen years, something like that. Maybe that's what right, the guy right, told me. Yeah. I didn't look it up. And I I like the the one from like. 10 years ago with the suburbs where it almost sounds like yeah. fucking Bruce Springsteen. Yep. They're not they weren't as big uh, but he was like, yeah, it was kind of electronic. He said it sounded like a 1990s German like <laughs> he fucking hated it. And I'm like, I can't wait to hear it. He's like the guy can't sing. Like every like every time I have a passenger like this that's so engaging that yeah. it's like it feels like it's like uber limo driver podcast and it's just like talking to you where it's like you can't even keep up with the conversation because you're like this guy's great like i, w- I want to have a podcast with this guy you know there's he, two two he, things you should have asked him number one do you want to buy some girl scout cookies <laughs> <laughs> number two do you have a pool house <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, is our show. Let's let Mr. Big Voice take us out. Thanks for listening, and we hope you enjoyed Unbecoming of Age. Bonus content at unbecomingofage.com. Subscribe on iTunes or your favorite podcatcher. Find us on social media at Unbecoming of Age. And sometimes when we touch.